wondered how taboo, shame, and lack of good sexual education have stripped away elements of pleasure in childbirth and parenting that are essential to loving, intimate relationships? Join me for another episode of Orgasmic Birth Podcast, Pleasure in Pregnancy, Birth, and Parenting, as we break down and heal barriers and open the door to more love and intimacy in birth and life. What did you feel when you first found out that you were pregnant? What did you wish for your birth or what do you wish for your birth for all of you that are pregnant and how are you preparing? How would you feel if your labor was 68 hours long? My guest today had a beautiful orgasmic birth she calls birth as an ocean and she's going to share with you. I was so blessed to read her story full of emotion, power and support that I knew we had to invite her onto the podcast to share with all of you. Hi, I'm Deborah Pascali Benaro, founder and director of Orgasmic Birth and host of the Orgasmic Birth Podcast. My guest, a new mama with a six-week-old baby today, is Annie Weiler, and she loves children, walks, music, and laughing. She is a mom, and she bolded that an abolitionist educator and enjoys spending time with all of her amazing family, including her baby Yuri and her dog Tula. Thank you so much, Annie, for joining us today. Your story just truly had tears in my eyes and I couldn't wait for you to come on and share more to inspire others as well. Oh, and thank you. I'm so excited to be on. Always like when people first find out they're pregnant, right? It's full of a lot of emotions. Can you take us back? What was that like to find out you're pregnant and begin the journey to birth? Yes, it was so many things in the whole experience I feel are indescribable. So I've tried my best, but I, when I found, when we found out I was pregnant, it was a surprise and it was like, I was, not only surprised by the pregnancy, but also surprised at like my feelings surrounding it. I was really happy. And I, yeah, I wasn't fully expecting to feel so good about it and feel so assured and excited. Yeah, I was like, whoa, this is surreal. Definitely was surreal. <laughs> <laughs> And did you know right away, like where you wanted to give birth or was that a whole journey to discover where and how? Yeah, that was definitely part of the journey. I, I feel like I, I always knew, but I had never, my first pregnancy, my first baby. So I never really thought too much about it because it just wasn't super planned. But very soon after I kind of got into it, I knew I wanted to find a midwife and find a doula and have a home birth. And my brother had suggested to watch this documentary, The Business of Being Born. And so after that, it was like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely having a home birth <laughs> if I can. And do you remember what made you go, okay, I'm definitely doing a home birth? Because that's a big choice for a lot of people today. Yeah, definitely. I, there were a couple things. It was in the documentary, seeing C 
seeing some home births and seeing how peaceful and like calm they were. I mean, there were a lot of motions and a range of what the home births looked like, but and each one was just so beautiful and it seemed like it was their own, which is what I was like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> and I never had seen anything like that before. So that was one thing. And then also just learning more about what goes on in hospitals and statistics and those kind of scary things made me, yeah, not want to go to a hospital if I didn't have to. And how was your partner about that? He was great. Actually, he, it's funny because years ago when we met, he had sent me a video about being born in a hospital versus being born at home. And we were like, oh, wow, that's interesting. So it's like full circle because then, yeah, once, once we got pregnant, we were, he was all on board and super supportive and yeah, definitely all about it. And he actually has two kids that were both born in the hospital. So it was a whole new experience for him. And it was a good one. Fantastic. And so once you decided, and I love that you knew early on you wanted a midwife and a doula, like how did you know you wanted both? That was really smart, right? Yeah, so smart. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know on it. I just, I feel like my sister and I have talked about a little bit here and there about like birth and birthing doulas. And I feel like my aunt, my aunt had midwives. And so she's talked also about doulas, different kinds of doulas. But I just, I don't know. It's kind of a hard question to answer. I just knew. <laughs> and so I got online. And as soon as I had met each of them, the midwife that I, had in the doula, I was like, oh yeah, I love them. That's fantastic. So I always say midwives and doulas are perfect together, right? And a lot of people think that they don't need both. So I can't wait to hear your story. But first, tell us more. Now you have your midwife, your doula, you're getting ready. What was some of your preparation like for you for kind of body, mind, spirit, just being prepared for labor? Um, well, my partner and I took a hypnobirthing class which my doula had recommended. And that was amazing. We learned so much and it really helped with getting prepared, like meditations and learning about how important your breath is and practicing that breathing was definitely, a lot of it was from the hypnobirthing class that we took. And then our midwife had recommended this journal. It's called Rowing and Glowing Spirit Soul. I also learned so much from that and it had a lot of practices that I could do to help me prepare. But yeah, Fantastic. Mm -hmm. So now you're ready. You've got your team. You know you're birthing at home. Can you take us like how did labor begin and what happened? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were at my dad's. Her due date was the 26th of August, which is my dad's. 60th birthday. Um, wow. was, yeah. We were at dinner on, it must have been the 18th for his birthday. So, and I'm like through the whole dinner, like feeling pain, like in my lower back was hurting. It was like going waves, but I, I was so close to, I knew birth was coming, but I, I didn't. So I was like, oh, these are just some 
feelings that are happening. So I didn't really think anything of it, but then it continued and got a little more intense and a little like they just kept happening. So I had reached out. I was, it was like 1 a.m. And I was like, it's not, I know I'm not in active labor. I know I'm okay and can sleep until the morning. But I was like really debating calling my midwife and doula. But I was like, it's the middle of the night. I know it's not urgent. So I texted them both. And then my doula was like, it's normal. It's fine. Walk around, drink water, go try to rest. But then, yeah, by the morning, it was more intense. I keep, I kept thinking like, oh, this is so intense. And then as the 68 hours went on, I was like, oh no, this is more intense. This is more intense. It, yeah, it just continued like that. My doula came over Saturday, the next day, and I feel like for the next 48 hours-ish was like in and out of sleep, in and out of just like all these feelings of like, I think at one point I asked my midwife, like, is, do you think the baby's going to come today? I think that was on Sunday. <laughs> and she was like, I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I use my breathing through the whole time until I Sunday night was when it started to get even more intense. And that's when I kind of use my voice more than my, bre- well, my breathing with my voice. But it was really all the entire time was a beautiful atmosphere there was just so much love my family was here so my mom and my dad and my sister and my brother were all here so they were taking on their own roles which was really cool and yeah just I stayed in our room pretty much the whole time would go took a couple showers went in the backyard it was we had a long time, so I had a, a lot of base to cover. Now, you even mentioned that you like slept a bit or rested. And I think a lot of people, when they hear long labors, they assume that you're just in labor and moving all the time. But can you talk about there were some breaks, right? And you were able to take advantage them, of them. So what was that like? Yeah, definitely. And luckily, because... Um, it really helped to be able to rest. I really was like falling asleep and then waking up and then falling back asleep, which was that was happening pretty much the entire time, even Sunday night when it was really intense. I was still able to rest in between, which I think really just helped save so much energy that I needed. Yeah, I was really thankful for that to be able to at least go in and out of of rest. Yeah. And so important. I think a lot of people don't realize that when your own hormones are working, the oxytocin pulses and it gives you that sensation that does all the work, right? And then it gives you a nice break in between. But have you ever thought like what would have happened if you had gone to the hospital when you called your team together, what would that have been like? Yeah, I thought about that. <laughs> I think that I would have, I know I have a voice and if I had it doula, I know that she would have stood up for what I wanted, but I think they would have, I don't think I could have been in labor that whole time and been at the hospital. They would have forced me to have the baby earlier than she was ready. 
Definitely. And that is part of the problem, right? Because hospitals are kind of industrialized model and need to move people through it quicker. But had you been given synthetic oxytocin to speed it along, you would have lost that restfulness and the ability to pace it out. So I'm curious, you had your mom, your dad, your family around, and this is going on. How were they during the long time? Were they supportive? Were they worried? What was their feeling? They were, I think they were definitely worried, but they did not let me know that, which was amazing. And we had a lot of conversations before about how, what I needed. Um, And my sister was like, I knew that if she was there, it would be okay. So, but everyone was amazing. I think like the conversations that we had were really taken to heart. And so I only felt supported. Um, They were like, I know they were worried. And afterwards, I think they both, well, especially my parents were like, we weren't sure. And we like kind of wanted you to go to the hospital, but they did not let me know that at all, thankfully. Yeah, it was really all of their roles. Like I said, my mom and my sister were definitely more present, hands-on, rubbing my back, my feet, asking what I needed, what I wanted. My dad was, my dad and my brother were more in the background, but still there. Like I, my brother, I noticed kept coming up and just checking in, going back downstairs, but he was checking. And then my dad, uh, same, but one of the things I remember the most is Sunday morning. <clears throat> oh no, Monday morning, which is I ended up giving birth Monday. So Monday morning I was in bed and I was still like resting, waking up to the waves. And this is when my voice was coming out a little bit more with my breath. And he would, every time I would have a surge, he would just squeeze my feet. He was sitting at the end of my bed, just squeezing my feet, which helped a lot. And it was just a really a nice memory. What a special time to have your family surrounding you. And just like you're starting Friday night, you're giving birth Monday, right? And can you just help people that are saying, okay, you had a lot of support from family, then what was the role of the doula? How do you feel the doula and the midwife kind of worked with your family and with you and your partner? My doula, I don't think I could have done it without every single person who was there. But my doula was definitely, I think just because she has experience labor and birth so much she has a lot more knowledge and she's my family had more of a emotional connection so there was one night where she was like I think they should go home and you like you you should rest you and Shannon which is my partner should have some time together without you know even if they're downstairs like they need to go rest they need to go and I think having that kind of like outside party to be like I think this is what you need right now was helpful but she just knew she would and she would ask me like does this help do you want to do this do you want to do this all of her suggestions were from experience and were incredibly helpful and comforting yeah and I 
I mean, I feel like she, by the end, we were all a big family. <laughs> we were together for so long. And she was there for the long haul. Like, she really... Uh, my sister and I have talked about, like, what it would be like to be a doula. And then after this, we're like, I just I have a whole new admiration and respect for our doulas because truly amazing. So, yeah. And then my midwife was... She, oh, yeah, I feel so close to them. And I think like one of the things my midwife had said was when babies are born, the oxytocin that's released like touches everybody that's there. So it's like a, bo- a really big bonding experience. And so I definitely feel bonded to to both of them. And yeah, my midwife was just, she's also so calm and reassuring. And I just really felt like she was there for me, the baby for everybody. But especially for me and also yeah it just helped me feel so much comfort and this is okay because it was long and so I was like yeah is this okay but she was like this is this is birth this is natural this is yes it's okay (laughs) how beautiful and like I can just feel the oxytocin from you telling it and so many people there. So take us into kind of the moment of birth and where is everybody and how are you feeling? And Shannon. Yes, I have the chills right now. Just thinking about it, even still, but multiple days after, I'm like, I'm so happy to like have my baby in my arms. I want to go back to those moments because they were so special. And yeah, I was ready. <laughs> I was definitely ready after the weekend. I was like, okay. We had set up the tub the night before, or I don't even remember. We set up the tub sometime before, and I had been ready to get in for a while. But I that morning, Monday morning, I had called my midwife. She heard me go through a surge, and she was like, okay, I'm on my way. I'm coming. <laughs> and yeah, so when I got in, from the point when I got in the tub to giving birth was compared to the entire weekend like pretty quick so yeah I, the tub was really nice my doula and my mom I don't know who else was like pouring the warm water on me I could feel the baby my baby like in she was still in her sack in there so I could feel her right there which was like oh my gosh so surreal and one thing that I like a misconception I think I had was like pushing and like that you and maybe I think it in a hospital you might have to forcefully push a little more but it was just happening like my body was just doing what it needed to do so when each surge would come it just yeah it just felt natural to continue to breathe downwards and so I yeah I could feel her continuing to come down and out and yeah looking down and she was still she was born in her sack which was really wild (laughs) but yeah so I could see like the top of it is like a little bubble and and at that point when I like could that feeling and being able to see that and feel that was like I it's just so indescribable but I was like so ready so excited so reassured that I, I, I all my strength I could feel my strength which was also really beautiful it all happened so fast but actually every everyone was in the room 
So my dad and my brother were like a little further away along the bed with my dog. And then my doula, mom, sister, partner, midwife were all right around the tub. And so before, this is also something I didn't know, but when you're like in active labor, the sound that you make or some people make is like lower. And then when like the baby is coming out, the tone goes higher. And so as soon as my tone changed, my dog like jumped off my bed and came right over to the tub. Like she knew that what that meant instinctively, which was really cool. So yeah, my tone changed. The baby, she came out in a really, I feel like smooth swift. I just holds her up to my chest. And yeah. (laughs) And born in the sack, we call it born in the call, C-A-U-L call. And many cultures around the world believe that those are very special children. They'll say they have that thir- third eye, that sixth sense, and very charismatic. So when that when she came in the bag, did you or the midwife have to take it off? How did that happen? Yeah, my midwife did. Like I said, it happened. Everything was so fast, and it, there were so many emotions. So I was just like, like <laughs> my baby <laughs> but yeah she I think reached in and took it off and then it was yeah just floating in the water and, <laughs> and you call your birth an ocean explain that what are what does that mean for you it is literally an ocean the way the, the beauty of it the waves the there's just so much in an ocean there and so much in a birth. So it was like so much uncertainty, but also so much certainty and so much exhaustion, but also so much energy. It's just so much balance. And the waves are just like, you just have to ride them. And I think in the journal that I have, it talks about how you wouldn't try to control an ocean. So it's the same with birth. You just have to accept it and love it and embrace it. And That's what I did. And I feel like that made it such a great, helped make it such a great experience because I was just in appreciating it. I mean, ocean, I love the ocean. And I think the feeling of sitting or standing in front of an ocean and taking it all in is also indescribable. So the similar feeling with birth of just amazement and awe and just so magical. Oh. You are so amazing, right? Birth just helps you discover so much within yourself and strength and wisdom, and you brought your family together. Now, we always say everybody gets to define orgasmic birth themselves, but would you feel your birth was an orgasmic birth? And if so, in what way? Yeah, I definitely would because it was so full of pleasure. It was intense, but every, it was all pleasure from so many different directions. So I feel like, yes, because it was one of the most pleasurable experiences, if not the most of my entire life. So, yeah. And I have to ask this, with your whole family there, do you feel things are different with all of you having been together for a birth? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, we've always been super close. I think that them just being here probably <laughs> shows that. But yeah, I definitely think it 
pulled us even closer together. And having a baby, like, that we've, yeah, we're always around each other a lot, but it's definitely been more intensified. So if we could have gotten any closer, this definitely made us closer <laughs> and bonded. Yeah. So lots of people are listening going, oh, you know, they're probably pregnant or thinking about being pregnant. What would be something that you would say to them? What would What's your inspiration that you would advise someone who might be preparing for their birth? I would say number one is enjoy it. Be present. Try to feel all the gratitude and love that you can in every moment and the whole journey. Uh, yeah, just enjoy it because it's the most transformative, beautiful journey. I've ever experienced and a more like advice is like, yeah, hire a doula and a midwife, find, find them. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you so much, Annie. It's just touches me so much. And I know for many people listening, I'm sure they're taking away so many messages from your beautiful birth as an ocean story. For people that want to follow you and find you and follow your journey, because your little one is only six weeks old, where can they find you? Yes, my Instagram, it's A-N-I underscore 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 W-E-I. So on Instagram is mainly where I am active. <laughs> and we'll put that in the show notes too. So for anyone you can either just look below where you're listening to this podcast and you'll see that. And Annie, I want to thank you so much for sharing your pictures too. So for those that are listening, make sure you go over to either our YouTube or our blog where you'll see uh, Annie's birth pictures and follow her on Instagram because we look forward to hearing how all these next phases go with your little one. So thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who's joined us today. We hope that you enjoyed Annie's story and that you'll send us comments, hopefully rate our podcast, share it with others that will enjoy learning more. And we look forward to seeing you next time on the Orgasmic Birth Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Orgasmic Birth Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to learn more about pleasure in birth parenting and birth work, visit orgasmicbirth.com forward slash more for my free gifts. And please leave a review about your experience. Reviews help us to reach more people and please subscribe.